Hello there and welcome to Planet Sport Football Africa. This is the show where we look at African football, what's happening around the continent and what African players are doing overseas. I'm Steve Vickers in Harare, Zimbabwe, joined by Solomon Ashoms in South Africa and by Stuart Weir in the UK. And today we take a look at the CAF Champions League and how stiff the competition is. Big guns like Enyimba of Nigeria are out already and it was always going to be an uphill battle for Riel de Banjul of the Gambia. They are the champions of Africa, so we had to give them full respect. So that's our focus today. The CAF Champions League was introduced in 1997 as a revamped version of the African Cup of Club Champions with prize money introduced along with a mini-league format for the eight teams that made it through the qualifying rounds. And the eight teams that get to the group stage will get at least $400,000 in prize money with $1.5 million going to the winners. But for the clubs that get knocked out before the group stage, it's usually a very expensive adventure given the high cost of flying in Africa and the fact that gate-takings are unlikely to be enough to sustain the campaign. Now, the rules were changed to allow the top-ranked nations to enter two teams, making it even harder for countries from smaller footballing nations to get to the group stage. Now, this year, there have been two rounds of competition so far. That's the preliminary round and the first round. And the second round begins this weekend, with the winners of those ties going to the group stage. Well, teams already out include giants like Cotton Spore of Cameroon, Asante Kotoko of Ghana, Enyimba and Kano Pillars of Nigeria, Kaiser Chiefs and Sundowns of South Africa. It was too tough for the Kenyan champions Gorma here, and well-funded Angolans Cabascore have also gone out. And look at some of the second-round ties coming up. Al Marek of Sudan will play Esperance of Tunisia, and Mogreb Tetouan of Morocco take on Al-Athli, with Tetouan having played at the FIFA Club World Cup last December. And another really tough tie sees Raja Casablanca of Morocco playing the defending champions Anton Setif. Uh, Solomon, you've got to say the level of competition is really, really high in the CAF Champions League these days. Yes, the level of competition is really getting higher and higher, Steve. We've seen traditional clubs not really able to make it into the next round or even the group phase. I, I think it's, it shows that you know club football around Africa is developing. And secondly, maybe a lot of other countries are beginning to produce great young footballers that are really dedicated locally and playing for their country and for their club and, and really looking for opportunities to really showcase their talent and be able to, to be noted. Yeah, so many good players and good teams in the competition. Uh, the Gambian champions Real de Banjul beat Barak Young Controllers of Liberia in the preliminary round but were then knocked out by defending champions Anton Setif of Algeria in the first round. Mamadou Ba spoke to Real de Banjul club president William Abrahams. It was very, very tough, especially um, on the financial side, because um, when you have to play in Africa, there's a lot of costs involved. You have the cost of camping your team, preparing the team, extra preparation. Um, there are a lot of costs involved, air tickets, traveling. It's, it's not easy at all. It's very, very difficult. How do you feel um, after exiting the tournament um, against the African champions? Um, I would not say that I feel sad because um, we played the African champions. We dominated them here in Gambia. We showed everybody that we had a good team. They are the champions of Africa, so we had to give them full respect. 
But despite all that, they also had their own ways of playing with our minds, and, and especially when you, when you go with a very young team. But overall, um, I'm happy that uh, we got eliminated by uh, the champions of Africa. Mm-hmm. We outplayed them here in Banjul. Everybody saw that. We went to Algeria. I, wa- I wasn't there, but I watched the game about three times on TV. And I really congratulate my players. They, they played well. They played their normal football. They played their attacking football, which was good. So, I mean, I'm happy on that note. Is it viable um, to partake in the Champions League? It's not easy. As I mentioned earlier on, it's very expensive. Again, I say there are advantages because um, we are a business club. We want to expose our players. We want to try and market our players, although it's not easy. Um, I mean, when we're in Setif, they already, the Setifian club, I think looked at a few of our players and they said they will get back to us. If um, anything is to go by with what Iskaf is saying, uh, they propose that um, you know the, the Champions League will be extended from eight teams to 16 teams, which means um, if you had beaten um, Setif, then if, if it was 16 teams, then you would have qualified straight to the uh, lucrative group stages. You must welcome you know, that idea um, from, from CAF to look at um, expanding um, you know, the teams that will qualify to the Champions League group phrase. Yes, that's very good because we have a lot of clubs participating in, in Africa. And it's always difficult for countries like Gambia. I mean, I remember like two years ago, we were also um, drawn against the Moroccan side. And I was in Morocco myself. I visited this club after we played against them. And this, this club is a very big club. You cannot compare this Moroccan team to Real de Banjul. So this idea from CAF is excellent. So at least it will give us an advantage to be able to go into the group stages. Because we always get drawn with all these champions of Africa, all these North African countries. And it's always difficult for, for us to qualify. That's the club president of Gambian club Real de Banjul, William Abrahams, speaking to Mamadou Ba. So taking part in the CAF Champions League was a costly exercise for the club. We understand it cost around $70,000, but it did help in marketing their players as Entente Setif are interested in some of the players after seeing them in their tie. But frustrating as they couldn't get to the group stage, and William Abrahams is one of many who feel that it's time to expand the competition to have 16 teams in the group stage rather than eight. Do changes need to be made, Solomon? Yes, I, I really feel so, Steve. I really feel feel CAF uh, should effect uh, quite a lot of changes uh, just so we're going to be able to get some of these teams who deserve to be uh, in the group phase getting in there maybe we need to expand format into 16 teams four groups of four each that would be great then we're not going to miss uh, teams like Aimba, uh teams like uh, Sundowns from South Africa and I, and I totally agree with what the president of Real de Benjude, uh William Abrahams was saying we move to 16 phase obviously a club like Real Banjul will get the opportunity to play and that way they're going to be able to showcase their, their players and, and hopefully other clubs from bigger leagues around Africa or in Europe get to sign them because that's what it's all about and also they're going to be able to recuperate some of the monies that they spend so definitely I feel the opportunity to, to have a great uh, you know CAF Champions League is being denied because we only have to have eight teams at the final huddle. Yeah, it'd be great to see some other teams getting a chance to go to the group stages of the CAF Champions Champions League. Well, thanks a lot, Solomon. Let's hear now from our European football expert, Stuart Weir in the UK. Uh, Stuart, 
is not enough money in the CAF Champions League, but in contrast, the European Champions League is awash with money, isn't it? Well, yes, I'm afraid it is. And, uh, I mean, it has totally changed the face of European football. You know, Steve, when you and I were growing up, we talked about teams winning the double, the league and the FA Cup. But now for an English team, winning the FA Cup is a very little value compared to winning the Champions League or even being in the Champions League. Uh, I mean, um, Martin O'Neill at Aston Villa, for example, got into trouble when he said his priority was to finish fourth in the league rather than winning a trophy. But there is so much money involved in it. Uh, I mean, a team that wins the Champions League in Europe can make up to $100 million. And the money comes from three sources. There is prize money, Uh, at every stage. Then there is massive television money. And of course, in most cases, you're playing to a packed stadium. And when you play at home, uh, you keep the money. You know, when I say prize money, let me just throw some figures. In the group stage where you play six games, every game that you win, you get one and a half million dollars. So if you were to win all six games uh, in the group stage, you know, that's already nine million. And then there, there are similar cash prize money for, for getting to each stage, for qualifying, for getting in the quarterfinals. And, uh, you know, you can get another five million at each round, pretty much. And the two finalists will, will split $25 million, the two finalists. And on top of that, there is the TV money. And that's slightly complicated because it depends on how much the TV rights are worth in each country. But just to give you two examples, the total money that Bayern Munich won in 2013 when they were the winners of the competition, you know, they walked away with $55 million. And Juventus, because the... Italian television contract is worth more than the German, even though they didn't win the competition, they made 65 million euros. So therefore, you can understand how getting into the Champions League and making some kind of progress with it is of massive importance uh, to European clubs. And, you know, you were talking there about the difficulty of African clubs being able to afford to fulfil some of the away fixtures. Well, I'm afraid in Europe that's just not an issue at all. Uh, because there's so much money at stake. Once you get into the group stages, there's a there's a payment to cover all those expenses, and every success brings in more money. So, Stuart, at what stage do the clubs make money? Because there are the preliminary rounds before the group stage of the Champions League, uh, where the smaller teams try to qualify. Uh, so do they make a loss? Oh, no, they, they, they will still be making prize money. I mean, l- lesser money at that stage, of course, but it will still have been worth their while. Now, of course, the secondary uh, competition that we have in Europe is the Europa League. And it works on the same basis, but the money there is considerably smaller. Teams are really quite ambivalent as to whether they want to play in that. I mean, the the top clubs, that is, because there isn't so much money there. And when you find English clubs playing in the Europa League and not putting out the strongest team, because it's, it's not a priority for them. You know, I said that in the Champions League, Uh, A win at the group stage brought you in $1.5 million. In the Europa League, it's only 200000 
you know, when I say only 200,000, probably a lot of African clubs will be saying, wish I had that. And even the winner, the prize there is $5 million uh, as opposed to $15 million for the winners for the Champions League. Uh, it brings in some money, but it's not the cash cow that the, uh, the Champions League is. Well, thanks a lot, Stuart. So a huge difference then between the CAF Champions League and the UEFA Champions League. Uh, This week on Facebook and on WhatsApp, you can tell us if you think that the CAF Champions League should be expanded to have 16 teams in the group stage rather than eight. Would it work or is it best to keep it small? Send us a WhatsApp to plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. That's plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero or go to our Facebook page, Planet Sport Football Africa. Last week we asked if you think that Gabon will be good hosts of the 2017 Africa Cup of Nations, whether CAF made the right choice. Well, Ibrima Barrow says, I think Gabon is a superb venue because they have the means and the love for the game and it will be a success. Justice, also in the Gambia, says a CAF's move to give it to Gabon was wrong as they co-hosted not long ago in 2012. I think they should consider East Africa. Ablio Sise says if Equatorial Guinea made it, why not Gabon as they'll have more time to prepare. Cherno Jallo says, yes, Gabon will be good hosts, but on the other hand, I don't think CAF made the right decision. Gabon were joint hosts in 2012. I think it should have gone to Algeria. Adam Abadji says, yes, Gabon can host it well. Michael Wiz Camera says, I think it would have been fair if Algeria had hosted, because since 2006, no North African nation has hosted the event. Manjai Kunda says, I think CAF made a mistake by choosing Gabon, because the last Nations Cup was held by their neighbours. But good luck nonetheless to Gabon. And Amadou Mane and the Gambia says, I prefer Ghana to Gabon. Thanks a lot for those comments and all those different opinions there. So this week tell us if you think that the CAF Champions League should be expanded from eight teams to 16 teams in the group stage. Send us a WhatsApp to plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. That's plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero or go to our facebook page planet sport football africa and that's all one word also we've got a vote going on on the planet sport football africa website where you can vote for your choice of the best african player in the english premier league have a look at our website and cast your vote the address is planetsport.tv that's planetsport.tv and on the menu at the top click football africa to get to our page choose the player of your choice and then click vote. Among the names there, Yannick Berlassi, the Congolese player with Crystal Palace, who got a great hat-trick last Saturday as Crystal Palace won 4-1 away to Sunderland. Well, that's it for the show for this week. From me, Steve Vickers in Zimbabwe, from Solomon Ashams in South Africa, and Stuart Weir in the UK. Thanks a lot for listening, and Planet Sport Football Africa is a Passion for Sport production.